Oh, hi there. Hello. Hey now. Hola. And ba weep grana weep mini bong. However you want to say it. Welcome to that Kev One Show. My next guest is an artist you may know from her Hollywood-based stand-up specials, all blown up all over the internet and such, that's why I saw her recently, or from stealing scenes as Road Dog or Supergirl in the Max Linus directed The Death of In Return of Superman and Wrestling Isn't Wrestling. And you might be surprised to see her teaching you in a class as a flight instructor. But now I'd like to welcome to the show, actress Lissy Smith. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. It's great to be here. Boom, boom, boom. Fantastic. It's unseasonally warm here in Portland right now. Oh. I, I, it's part of the tropical wave that came about on the, the West Coast. Hmm. Is that what's going on? I was just talking about, we we're talking about global warming more on the last episode a little more than usual because it's just getting so scary. <laughs> and like, uh, it's just, yeah. I'm kind of over the whole like apocalypse. Every day is like new season finale. It's like, no more fluff episodes. Like, what's going on? You know? It's it like, silly. <laughs> like, it's kind of annoying. It's like not cute anymore. You yeah. Know? It's definitely not cute. You're at the gym and you're working, you're looking at the little 5D forecast and like, I'm over like every other week at saying, historic high, historic this. I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it does feel eerie, and yet we're still not, like, you know, in space boots, yeah. like, it's not the future, oh, yeah. it's just, like, normal, but we're all scared. Oh, I'm, like, yeah, a lot of long-time fans, like, know that I'm, like, Back to the Future's my religion, so, like, when uh, October 21st, ha- 2015 happened, and there's no flying cars, and, you know, <laughs> oh my gosh, so, so I was like, come right. on! <laughs> The future Monopoly Hollywood had on our imagination of the vision of the world. It's very, it's not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. I mean, like I've said to a lot of guests, um, you may remember like, yeah, when I was a kid, when you were a kid, probably you're right. Like uh, the future was flying cars like that and like teleporting yeah. and, and all this crazy shit. And now it's like, no, the, the future is the apocalypse apparently. And like, we're kind of in it like the walking dead and yeah. viruses yeah. and, you know. I know it is unfortunate. Well, here's the thing. I always think, like, why mm. does Hollywood want to make the future so, like, plastic and Ikea-looking and, like, you know, mm. silver bodysuits? Like, yeah. I think, like, we should go back to classic, like, well-made things, but that should be the future. Okay. Like, I'd see a future, because at some point, that was the future, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we went back to like, you know, even I was looking at this beautiful old school car and it was made with, there was like sterling silver, like handles and all this. I'm like, this is what the future could look like. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know what, you're probably honest. Maybe the future will be like a weird, like flea market of the future where there's all kinds, you know, like I might have a DeLorean or an old 1994 Dodge Viper finally, but it's like the year 2052 and... Everyone has their own little, it's like a weird virtual create your own world Mario Kart type thing, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I guess that's the thing. I, will I, we, Lissy? Will we, though? Bad. Or is the season finale next week and we're all doomed? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the place you just gotta play around, have fun. You never know what's gonna happen. Mm. But I mean, speaking of the future coming faster than ever, like, yeah, like I said, um, like I discovered you like online, I don't know if it's vi- the viral level or what, or what level that is, but I've seen you more and more and I was like, what? you know, some stand up stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, mutual friends. Okay, cool, cool, cool beans. And so I know you're going to stand up on the weekly and all that, but I was surprised to hear that you're a flight instructor now. What's going on with that? Yeah, so I don't promote it at all. <laughs> at all. It's just like, 
here's the thing. I love uh, the entertainment industry, sure. but I also felt like unsatisfied with kind of being a like, for better lack of terms, like dancing monkey, like going around okay, auditions. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It wasn't like I had a huge vision of what my future would be, and mm. I was like, I need to take this into my control. And so I ended up, I started doing stand up on the road while I became on a whim a flight attendant. And oh. then I was like, all right, I'm bored with this, but I like the lifestyle. So I mm. took that flight attendant lifestyle. And I was like, I don't know, like I'm pretty smart. I think I could do that. So I went to a really intense flight school called ATP. It's probably the most intense one in the country. Mm. I kind of just buried myself in books for like 11 months. And now I'm going to be a pilot. And, and then my biggest goal is to just be touring and just doing stand up while I am a pilot for one of the airliners. Oh my, that's incredible. That's a first too. That might even get you like, um, like a side gig. We were to say side gig when so many people's dreams, like your own show. That sounds like a great show where someone's a pilot and then they're doing their stand up <laughs> from time to town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just honestly. Next level Seinfeld like, kind of. Or I love. I love um, the travel lifestyle. I love uh, entertainment stuff. So it kind of just went well together. And yeah, then, it totally and does. Sounds, wow. You're going to bomb. Like, you know, and sometimes <laughs> you're going to bomb. And, like, it never feels good. I've had some really, really amazing shows where, like, I'm definitely getting a Netflix special. Mm. But I've had shows where you go home and you drive home. And I was, at one point, living in my friend's living room mm. in Los Angeles. Mm. And I drove home after bombing. And I, you know, mm. I was with... Uh, some pretty great comics and they were like it's the coolest like you know like uh i you know sometimes you do well and sometimes you you know i i'll do amazing at the laugh factory then i go over to the comedy store and that same set bombs in the same night you know it's like mm. it was fine and i and i have i have really thick skin like it's okay it's not about the people loving my stuff it's like sometimes you're gonna bomb but i'd much rather drive home to my nice house as a pilot and it's not so much of my life is riding on this like uh, yeah. art. No, totally. Yeah, I mean that. That's the reason. One of the what's well, yeah the reason. But I, I guess officially, I almost don't want to. You tell me all depressed here. Why I moved um, back to Portland from LA because the walls were, cl were closing in. There was so many so many great experiences now that I look back I'm like oh yeah. But it's like you're living there and you can't like live. You're just like you have some yeah. day job or you're you know doing whatever and you're gonna roll here and there and you know. And the walls are just closed in. You almost can't be social and stuff. You're just like working to survive, you know? Oh, and I, I think people get stuck in this rut. And you're, you meet so many like gorgeous and smart people in mm -hmm. LA that are, you know, bartenders and servers thinking this is the only way to do it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I did find myself in a cyclical loop where I would book things, I'd get excited. Oh my gosh, this is exactly what I want. And then, it wasn't going it quite the way I thought. And I have, I mean, my family's super high pressure, like very waspy people. So mm. they were very, you know, like if it's not your full career, then you're not doing it. And yeah. so for me, I was like, I had super competitive with myself even. And so it was oh. more of a, okay, how do I fulfill my own like goals and feel great while still doing yeah. what I want? Oh my! God. I remember, like, I had like family members saying, like, you know, some show they watch, like, oh, you should just walk into what Young and the Restless and audition, like, oh, that's how you do it. Sure, okay, you know what I mean? Like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Uh, <laughs> you know? I got this great opportunity. I had a really bad agent right when I got to LA, mm -hmm. um, right after college, and uh, really, like, you know, low level agent. But then I did get better ones after a while. And she goes, "We have this great opportunity for you, Lucy. It's a." Ray Donovan, great show. Okay. Naked, bloody, dead hooker. Oh my. 
<laughs> that should be the name of your Netflix special. <laughs> Naked Bloody Dead. Oh my lord. So did you take it or did you say no or did you do it or? What do you think? I don't know. I don't have your IMDb up, so. I could never know. Well, see, I have a similar story. So I don't see it. Maybe I shouldn't have said no because like. Um, I had a kind of a similar story where I did this audition for this show, Operation Repo, and it went great. One of those auditions, you know, let's see where, like, you do so good, and you're leaving, you're like, dude, if I don't, if I didn't book that, like, they're just not doing it. Or nowadays, maybe they'll just go with, they need a different race or different gender, or, you know, something, but it's like, I booked I that. You know, I got it. Like, yeah, like, you just, I mean, you just know, not even be cocky, but like, you know, just, it flowed, the vibe, you're like, you yeah, know. you know. Yeah, so. Yeah, and like, like even the first, because we were gonna do two takes, and the first take we did, like one guy looked at the other, and he was like, "Do we even need another one?" I was like, this is great. You know? Anyway, but so um, and the show Operation Repo was, I don't know if it's still on, but it's like cops, you know, but repo men, so it looks like it's real, and you know, and um, they told me and this girl who auditioned, um, different stuff, you know, we're gonna improv the audition, and like, oh, you you find out she stole your money, maybe my credit card or something, and then you go out, and you see the repo in your car, and you're gonna go out, and we're gonna send her to tell her something else, and you both will react, and you know. I'm like, great. And so then weeks go by or a month or whatever. And I'm like, oh, man, did I somehow not book that? And then all of a sudden they call and they're like, it's next Tuesday. I'm like, yes, you know. And then they drop this on me, kind of like your bloody dead hooker thing where they're going to say, oh, yeah, it's great. It's next Tuesday or Monday or whatever it was. And they're like, oh, yeah, but it's in the nude. Is that cool? I'm like, it's in the nude. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's on True TV, which I didn't even hear of it before that at the time. Um, but it's, you know, pixelated nude for everyone else. But, um, in fact, I think I lied to my, my living girlfriend at the time. I kind of lied when I was telling her all excited. And she's like, what? New? And she was, so I kind of like, being from an Italian loud family, I kind of know how to navigate that. You know? So I was like, oh, I mean, I'm in like a thing with uh, the ball, the bubbles on it or something. It's pixelated. I mean, it's like a fake bodysuit thing. But you know what I mean? <laughs> Who knows if she yeah, listens to this? So. But yeah, I did improv in the nude. So for a while, yeah, and I, I, I did it. I said, uh, yeah. I mean, I knew it wouldn't be, you know. Watch him nominated for an Oscar one day, and they're like, "We have the nudes now." Okay, I'm like, "What?" <laughs> but, but yeah. So whenever after that, when I every every like big time actor, there's some nudes out there. I guess so. Yeah, probably. But that's my that's my bloody whatever hooker story. That's my or my 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 dead of night somewhere in L.A. You know, uh, in a warehouse nude improv story. Yeah, yeah. I'm Italian. I'm Italian Scottish. So yeah. Just yeah. like, I knew that wasn't going to open doors for my career. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Would I have auditioned for if I knew that? I mean, they didn't, cause they didn't say it at all in the audition. I don't, maybe they even came up with that after or something, but, uh, yeah. I I'll, think it's the first episode of Game of Thrones where there's this, like, very, very, very small, like, you know, those one-liner parts, uh -huh. and he's, like, like, he jumps out. Maybe it's not the first, but one of the hmm. very, because I didn't watch that show, but I watched hmm. a few episodes, and this naked, it was like a parade, and like, this oh, okay, naked so guy kind of like yeah. swings his dick and says one line, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure he's told his parents to go watch. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. That's not what I was going for. When I, was, you know, I trained as a serious actor doing Meisner and you know, yeah. stuff, Strasbourg. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm more improv trained, but it's like it doesn't. It didn't say yeah when you're in the new. It's like okay, that's yeah. yeah no, that that like stuck that up. On yeah, you. our characters. It was a similar audition with, but our characters were are getting it on the backseat of this BMW when they start to repo. We jump out like oh, and the poor the poor actress. She was like even said like I have flesh colored underwear, and they're like no no they can tell. So now whenever I see 
movies or shows where they're nude and it's pixelated. I'm like, can you tell I'm really looking? And I'm like, well, I do see a black line or I see this. I'm like, oh, man. But it's like, did you really need it like that bad for true TV? You know, <laughs> 30 minutes. I think they just you know what I mean? <laughs> wanting to see you naked. Maybe. <laughs> so funny. Oh, well, my God. you know. I did tell my agents at one point anything but porn, so like it wasn't weird that they, you know, gave me that audition. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not quite porn. Yeah. No, no, mm. yeah. Oh. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. So you uh, found my Max Landis stuff. That's fun. Yeah, and I'm in, and I'm into that stuff too. So I'm, I'm in. Uh, grew up as an OG comic fan and all that, so I knew all about that. Oh. And yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Did you know much about wrestling or uh, the Superman mythos Actually, before you, you know, played? I did train a little bit. What? Like for wrestling. Really? This guy, Rick Drayson, he's actually unfortunately dead now, but oh. he was a professional wrestler, wrestler back in the day so um, on the road. Hmm. Yeah, he like it was a really interesting, but uh, like just like gritty kind of like Venice Beach bodybuilding guy. Mm. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> And he had a wrestling ring in his backyard, and I did wrestling, like, classes for, like, three months. And then did you meet him uh, through interest, or did you, like, just know him, and he had this wrestling I ring? I actually and... have no idea how I mm. met him, but I, uh, I did his, actually, I did his podcast, and we were talking mm. about wrestling, and I didn't even know anything at the time, and then I slowly did, and, you know, I'm, I'm very dear friends with Max Landis, and he, he always told me, and he loves wrestling, and then I actually went to, in, I think, 2011, to the WWE, it was 2010 or 2011, when when they did WWE down in South Florida, and I was just visiting because I love I love going to Miami, so yeah. I was visiting Miami, and I went to this WWE like uh, WrestleMania thing, and so mm-hmm. I I like it a lot. I think it's fascinating. The writing's really cool. Yeah, no, I I gotta get back into it because I was watching it. Uh... Like after during college, I was doing homework and I just wanted something on the background, like that was like the same kind of continuity, you know, same flow. And all of a sudden, I realized I was into it. I'm like, oh my god, I'm into it. When like the Dudley Boys threw, must have been May Young, like an old lady wrestler, you know, a legend through a yeah. table. And I'm like, oh my god, and he looked insane. And I'm like, he's really committing to the character. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm into this. And you know? it is, even yeah, of course, it's scripted and it's well done. You know, it's, but it's, it's so yeah, it's really physical. The physicality is real, yeah. and the continuity's there, and it's like it's soap opera. You have to be so athletic. You really oh, do yeah. have to do that stuff. And I, frankly, it was, there's a lot of trust involved, especially with these like you know throws and falls. God, can you imagine so though? Imagine if you have like workplace, yeah, exactly. like you don't, you're not getting along with this diva or this wrestler, and like, but you have your your neck, your back, everything's in their hands. Yes, you know what I mean? It like, really yeah. Is, like, uh, like having a like figure skating like partner you yeah. really, really trust these people so yeah no, i thought that was interesting and then the superman stuff um mm. i just you know I, with max like he asked me to do things i'll do them like i'm not like a huge comic book person mm. but uh i mean who doesn't like superman it's yeah. like one of the original great comic books mm. so yeah when he asked me to be supergirl i was like absolutely <laughs> Did you do any research at all? I know it was a brief moment in it and everything, but did you, or did we just like, what, did you find out like a weekend before and you're like, okay, or did you get in the mindset like just while driving there or, or was it a... I think with that, it was, uh, you told me beforehand mm-hmm. so that I just kind of, you know, I like did a little of the research. I had the, the costume. He told mm-hmm. me kind of the tone, the scene he wanted it to be like, and, and we just went for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And it's definitely, like, I'm pretty sure it's the only time we've seen, like, Supergirl, like, with her arm, you know, tied up doing drugs in a stall. <laughs> Morning, yeah. Yeah. Mourning her cousin's death. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, yeah. um, let's just get silly and enjoy and have fun with it. <laughs> what was that shoe like? Was it just, like, were you just, like, there for, like, the day? Were you, like, you know, kind of partying? It was a really kinetic, fun-looking environment for all that Superman and the wrestling, or just the the additional stuff? Uh, so the wrestling was not. Mm. Uh, Superman was totally improv. Wow. And then some of the other stuff we did that. We have a video on YouTube called "Go the Seago." Just it's you know me, and mm. uh, yeah, it's just us fucking around all day. It's oh, very silly. Yeah. I gotta check that out later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who came up with Supergirl in the stall, getting strung out, depressed from Superman's death? Mac. <laughs> That's awesome. I love to take credit, but no, I was just like, whatever you want, you're brilliant, love it. Yeah. No, man, I'd love, yeah, I'd love to meet him one day, because, yeah, we got similar passions and stuff, too, so I'm like, wow. In fact, Triple H was my favorite wrestler. Um, That's what got me, like, when I had to pick my first favorite wrestler, because, like, my reason was, well, he was in this huge storyline at the time with um, assaulting uh, Stone Cold. He was the one who secretly assaulted him. And, like, but he looked like a He-Man action figure, which I grew up with, Masters of the Universe, so I'm like, well, you can get, got me into working out, actually, too, so, yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. funny, I was watching that, I'm like, oh, he's, story's following Triple H, just wrestling as a wrestler, I think, that's amazing. Snoop Dogg, the double G, yeah, close, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and then obviously I hated the dreadlock. So it was actually funny because I got, I got like super, super sick-ass dreads for like the shoot. Oh, that was and, real. Like, that wasn't a wig? Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's like my favorite look, but it's like, I don't know, cultural appropriation. Yeah, nowadays, I don't Nothing. know. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's like, I've heard that. Yeah. Dress. Yeah. Yeah. So I love, I love that look. I think it looks really cool, and I'm a little like, I like that whole kind of like 
pop culture flavor type stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, same. I was, um, I don't like saying this from Raised Black, but like, um, I went to an all-black daycare, which took me to an all-black uh, grade school, where they called me Charlie Brown. So it's kind of like raised, this is so to speak, yeah, in, Port- in Portland before LA. Like a childhood divorce. I mean, I saw my dad on the weekends. So I don't want to give myself like a crazy sob story like that. But my mom was a single mother, and so she dropped me off at this daycare center, which wasn't in the little Italian neighborhood we lived in. It was in like uh, North mm-hmm. Portland, and so it, I mean, happy black neighborhood at the time. There's less black neighborhoods now, but so it's funny. Like yeah. when I went to then I went to Martin Luther King Elementary, and even got that I have I have a Dream Foundation scholarship because our good uh, test scores for our grade. Yeah. But it's funny that like when I went to like um, middle school, we moved. They're like, we have the most diverse uh, middle school in all of Portland. I'm thinking, like, this is, like, all white. What are you talking about? It's just kind of funny. Wow. Yeah, it's funny. Portland gets, like, a funny rap. I've been there a couple times, and Portland is in my land. It's, or my mind is Portland, yeah, right? So it's, like, coffee shops and, like, yeah. and, you know. <laughs> so there's a lot more to it, obviously. No, yeah, no, totally. Um, yeah, so when, like, when I heard stuff through not too long ago about, like, Portland being the whiter city or maybe – Factually, it might have been some news stories. I don't know, but I was like, "What?" But maybe it's just because growing up, and then of course I keep, um, or I have, maybe not, of course, but I have kept in contact with a lot of like grade school friends. They're still my adult friends, and oh, yeah. But it's just so awesome. it's kind of funny. It's like if you get in your own little clique, your own little bubbles. But it's like, and now Portland's just man. Currently, not the date to show if someone's listening to this later, but Portland is very uh, kind of like New Gotham lately. No way. Big drug problem. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe it's so if it's not known everywhere, it's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, but no, yeah. yeah, I haven't been, I haven't really spent a lot of time, but I probably should at some point. Come up. Hopefully I'll uh, do uh, some stand-ups in Portland Ooh, soon, yeah. like, as soon as I get back on the road, I kind of want, is there any, uh, like, comedy clubs? Oh, there's tons of comedy clubs, yeah. There's a lot of comedy clubs, a lot of strip clubs, a lot of donuts in Portland, so. Very cool. <laughs> Illustrative. But, but... <laughs> excited about it so i mean you know i'm not a huge self-promoter and i don't mm-hmm. really do social media that well which is obviously like not like the thing i should be like much more on it but mm-hmm. i'm really lucky because i had my own mic for a long time in la so i was there and i met a lot of comics that were up and coming so now mm-hmm. like that i'm kind of shifting gears i have a couple people who they are like headlining on the road and they said as soon as you're ready and you want to open on the road for me like that's my first like step Ooh. into touring on the road so i don't really have to like do all this build, like side work to okay. talk to all the promoters and stuff which is pretty cool yeah yeah i don't have any, I don't have any like ties to any clubs but i know helium's pretty big here i think like a lot of the big people go there when they're in town cool and... helium all helium, right yeah um and there's a bunch of shows, tons <laughs> well let's uh yeah i'm 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 gonna get whimsical but I, yeah. i'm kind of a hyper manifester when i say it i yeah. want it to happen it's gonna it's going to nice yeah yeah let's cool. do it sounds like a capricorn <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually, I'm a Pisces. Oh. Yeah. Was that a, was that a Jack Nicholson quote from Batman? Remember he says that? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> when, like, um, Vicky Vale, Kim Bassinger, like, says something, you're insane. He's like, I thought I was a Pisces. And he, like, try, tries to spray her with venom or something. I didn't know that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, mm. just memes, dude, memes. I, I, when I quote movies, I mainly quote, like, Hook. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rufy, oh. Like, yeah, I'll be like, you're doing it, Peter. Oh my god, I gotta see that again, because that was so amazing <laughs> as a kid, yeah. Oh my god, Dustin Hoffman is, like, incredible. Yeah, oh, oh, 
Robin Williams, and yeah. I see the Rufio guy in stuff. I remember that. That's one thing I got from Hook, is like, I see him in stuff here and there, I'm like, what? Like, he's got that face, and you're just like, that's Rufio, holy shit, you know, as an adult. Playing a drug dealer, or playing whatever he's in, or you're like, what the hell, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people make a resurgence, right? Even if they did just childhood stuff. Hmm. Cool. So Very Hook cool. is your main thing. So if you're doing like a Max Landis style, like one of those films that like you were in with him, you'd be uh, directing a Hook one. Like here's the thing about Hook or something like that. You know? Oh, just nonstop. Yeah, <laughs> just like <laughs> it's a bit to overwrite, right? And, like certain yeah. people are like right in that like pocket of pop culture with you, so you're just like nonstop. Like I, I think I'm pretty creative, so a lot of times when I'm saying silly things with people and riffing, like it's my made it up. Mm -hmm. But if I'm gonna go to movies, yeah, it'll be like that era. A lot of, lot of Robin Williams stuff. A lot mm. of like, just I love the silly stuff. I love Mrs. Doubtfire. All that. Oh stuff. my god, yeah. yeah. I should watch that again. Yeah, and I, I did like improv. Like comedy is like my favorite stuff. Where'd you study improv at? Uh, IOS and oh, okay. also Second City. See, I did, I did the, is it just, I did the other one. I did a UCB on uh, Franklin in Hollywood. Okay, cool. Yeah. Very cool. I th oh, actually, I did one round at UCB and then I went to IOS. Um, but yeah, I have, I, you know, how do you, what do you feel about improv? No, I love it. Um, I don't know about the whole yes and rule as like a hardcore rule because whatever, because you know sometimes you can still move around when people like uh, do a little close off part. But uh, no, I love improv though. I yeah, love improv yeah. and for acting. I mean, I always do a little improv or I try to unless the director's like crazy strict about it. Like, I'm like strict to the lines, you know. But um, usually people give a little room because that's kind of how I naturally, at least, I can you know work in you know almost any avenue, but. That's how I naturally kind of like become and gel into the character, like tweaking a little something, something, you know, how the dialogue should yeah. be within reason, not like changing crazy lines, but you know, but totally. yeah, um, um, and a little method, are you method at all or no? Nah? Um, your Meisner training, but. Yeah, right. As with Meisner, it is part of like your, your emotions play uh, a key role, even if it's like the character. Um, you, it's you're reacting real time to what you're, they're giving you. You know, that's the whole point of Eisner. It's kind of just like being in that moment and truly making it about the other person. Mm. So I don't. I think it's hard to hard not to be about that moment and your your own person and your own feelings will come shine through if you're really a Meisner trained actor. I remember oh, a lot okay. of times when I was auditioning a ton in LA, people would always like say. Um, when I was in Playhouse West, they'd be like, uh, you Meisner? You know, so that's not always a good thing, right? Because it's like a lot of times you're looking for a certain tone. or But if you want to be extremely present and know your own emotions, Meisner's the way. Have you done some training with Meisner or no? No. Yeah, no, not officially for sure. Hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like if you because I did like two years of it. And it will. It's, I think it's a way to get to know yourself really well and be so ever present. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, but I'll like, actually really check that out, yeah. Yeah, but as far as, like, then trying to mold that into, like, using the tone of a show or that type yeah. of stuff, um, it doesn't really translate always. It's kind of like, it's like part of, the, it's like a layer of the cake of learning how to, you know, be an actor. Yeah. Huh. It almost sounds, like, meditative in a way, so, yeah. Oh, it was really cool. I really mm. enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 
or actually it was when I was really learning. So this is like, okay. So I never would get angry as a young child. Like there's, you know, I just wasn't the type of person to get angry, but everybody has that in them. Right. Yeah. And I was like, so excited throughout my Meisner training that I was like starting to develop like my like ability to get angry with some of the stuff. So I remember I was dating this guy and he like really pissed me off and we we're kind of tipsy, like getting burgers, this place. I started yelling at him. I couldn't even believe I was doing it. It excited yeah. me, you know, we need to get the check. We need to get out of here. But I was more like, I was interested and excited the fact that I got that emotionally yeah. charged. You were like doing I the work, like, oh. but in real life. It was all training. It was like, yeah, yeah, probably leave it. So yeah, my Methodist-ish, ish, Methodist. <laughs> Yeah, I try not to be though, because like that, you know, we feel like I don't know, like there. Your reality is what you create, right? What you think. So mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think at the end of the day, there is a way to like separate acting from real life. And mm -hmm. I, you know, when you get super methody, then you're on this like weird Joker track, and you know, then you, you end up dead, like that guy. Yeah, he fled. He fled. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like I, yeah, I don't think you. Delve in that yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I remember hearing about Method as a kid. And I was like, oh, okay, and I think I always had this kind of way I was always acting, where like, like I I called it Method, but it's like I could keep it in my head. You know, like say if I was playing the Joker, I'd be like, okay, I'm doing it throughout the week. This is how Joker would do this, but I'm not. I wouldn't be like an asshole in public or so. You know what I mean? Like throwing fish at the store. I mean, but it's like okay, like I just have that mindset. Like, what would Joker be doing here? It. And yeah, you know, yeah. maybe showing it more physically. Yeah in your house or something but but you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well I, I honestly sometimes okay so obviously a huge homeless population in la mm -hmm. you sometimes see people and i would think like i wonder if that fight they're having with themselves alone is, is a fight they had they had in the past when they Ooh. had like a, more of a social life or wow. if this is this character they're playing you know wow, like really that's interesting like, yeah i don't know i always look because you know everybody's huh. somewhere and you know you hope that like a lot very a lot of those people had people who really love them and it's like well, how does it go to, to that point yeah yeah, huh. yeah it's sad. real sad a lot of depressing moments in this conversation but also but i think that's life <laughs> yeah the pendulum right back and forth yeah yeah Man. so i don't know so in, is there a, a there's a pretty big acting scene in portland i've i've, I've yeah, no, yeah, there is. There's a lot of creatives and stuff in Portland. There's a huge, film-wise, there's, like, kind of always, like, horror movie, like, independent horror film stuff going on, it feels like. That's so cool. There's that, and there's, like, always, there's a, a couple really big horror film, um, like, you know, like those 24, 48-hour contests, like, like, yeah, Brick Alfesto's yeah, yeah. in that, and we won Best Picture for that, that was awesome. Uh, that's a big one. That's cool. I think there's one that's actually called the Forty Hour Film Festival, and yeah, yeah. So By I mean, any chance, you know Sam Seagraves or Sam Bangs? That sounds familiar. Oh, he, he's up here though, or she's uh, oh, an actress. Oh. She's um, LA actress that now is in Portland. I feel like there's like a seventy percent chance for just go on my friends list. Like, hey, Kevin, you have mutual friends with them. What the hell? I'm like, sorry, is he? <laughs> I'm sure I have a bunch of mutual friends with it, at least. Oh, okay, yeah. Hmm. But she does some kick-ass stuff of her? Uh, she's just a friend of a friend. We went both into U Miami, and she's, you know, I know she's up in Portland doing the acting thing. Hmm. Yeah, really? just was like, well, it would be funny if you were like, and that's like my best friend. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Man.
It's, you've been like all over doing all this stuff. I know. It's crazy. Know. So like, was there ever a moment in your life that like, um, you're like, okay, this is, I'm doing it. I'm grinding. I'm in the machine. Like maybe it was just, maybe it was one of those Max Landis films, or maybe it was when you discovered the whole, the flight path with like doing stand up in the near future, but where you're just like, Hmm, I'm, I'm in, you know, I'm in the groove. Even if you were kind of struggling still, perhaps, maybe you're still, you know, living in that person's living room. Yeah. But, but was there ever a so moment where you're like, okay, okay this is there. me. Yeah. Oh, interesting. This is me. <laughs> I think, you know, I was in uh, LA for 12 years. I'm from LA originally. So mm. I was back and forth there when I was little, little. And then um, I grew up in Chicago. And then, so I think, yeah, like, my most yeah i mean okay i just said yeah 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 so <laughs> when i was doing the miser was doing all that i i think there was like five years there where i was you know doing fully fully committed um like i was never not going to be an artist an actress mm. you know like i did the whole the struggle but also was booking i did you know i had the agent the manager i was like really in it and like you know dating you know my boyfriend was on a tv show and mm. i was always auditioning and getting callbacks and booking little things i was in two bollywood films and indie films and yeah that was funny india i was the ultimate american girl and um, yeah i just was like you know hell-bent on becoming uh, successful in the industry and i had had some of those rabbit hole moments that they say is you know back before the me too thing that was definitely part of it but thankfully like i you know it didn't it go down far enough i think i'm pretty you know street wise enough to not like get myself into trouble where mm. i like need therapy for the rest of my life yeah. but you know okay. where it's like you know this guy's pitching me for an hbo show and we go to dinner for the meeting and well, there's no talk of the hbo show they just want oh to get some and yeah, I, there's no, I think there were times, and this is part of why I shifted gears, was I was getting kind of weird and bitter. And I was like, this isn't who I want to be. I don't want to be a wannabe. And even though I was booking, I knew that I needed to like take a shift. So mm. I'd say I had this long period where I was like, yes, I'm an actor. And then now, to be totally quite frank with you mm -hmm. i still think of myself as an artist and mm -hmm. i don't even it's crazy that i teach people how to fly at this point that i'm, I'm signed out with americans regional and the fact that i'm going to be a pilot it's still like i look That's at so it, I, I, i'm not even like impressed it's just kind of like a weird random thing that i've just ended up doing that i really do enjoy that's even cool because it's who you are oh, yeah <laughs> you know you're not a wannabe yeah. pilot you're just you're there yeah i just am yeah, yeah. it's just who i am and then the stand-up stuff, I do have, like, imposter syndrome at times. And hmm. I think it's one of those things where it's, like, a lot of people will tell me, like, let's see, you're really funny. Keep going, keep going. Lots of people. If only, like, I think I only do it because, well, first of all, I love stand-up. I think it's amazing. And I think it's the coolest, hardest challenge of my life. And the idea Just being out being there, yeah. Time. It's not oh, like you're just doing comedy it. films. It's, yeah. It's like no net. It's all me. Yeah. It's all me. And it's so fun when it goes well. It really is. And, you know, it's not even always that what I'm saying. It's just the delivery, the timing, the moment, the, the, the vibe. You know, when comedians are like, you guys are great. It's like, truly, some audiences get up there. You say hi, I'm Lissy. They start laughing. You're like, all right, tonight's going to be good. Oh, so it's a lot of fun, and I think it's a unique challenge. So for me, like, I, I truly do see myself really, really doing comedy. Like, um, And that's my life, as I'm a comedian, the, the American Airlines pilot. <laughs> Wow. High flying comedian. <laughs> that was a long explanation, but thank you for sticking with me. Yeah.
You almost sound like, you know what it sounds, you almost sound like, like, literally the gold mine of, like, um, someone that's, like, on a game show, where they always have, like, try to get someone who's interesting, you know? <laughs> you know? She's a pilot. <laughs> Thank time. you. She's a pilot. I understand. I'm sorry. <laughs> huh. Yeah, right? Like, those weird, I have a lot of weird facts about my life, but don't you think, don't you think we're just here to play and, like, have fun? Like, yeah. what is this life about? Yeah, to tell the truth. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Like, is it, do you see yourself just doing the arts, just doing that, or is is there more beyond that for you? Or is, are you an um, artist all the way through? Yeah, at my core, yeah. No, for sure. I just kind of knew that, cause even like I remember in grade school, when we had those like, uh, what do you call that kind of paper where there's the lines and it teaches you with the dotted line how to do uppercase and lowercase, and then there's space above to draw. I remember the day where they're like, write down what you want to be when you grow up and draw it, you know? And instead of just, you know, writing it and draw, I wrote it. Then I, I didn't just draw it. I like made like three little panels, like, and like one was stand, one was stand up comedy, one was oh. comic artist and one was uh, acting or something. Just kind of so funny. Cool. Yeah. But I know I wanted to do comedy stuff. I, I just, I can draw all right. Actually. I, I say I'm a worse artist than I am uh, drawing, but. But like, you know, like if I'm doing storyboards, I have to draw like arrows for perspective. Like it's really, he's not like, doesn't have a giant head guys or whatever, you know, but yeah. But no, yeah. I, I always loved comic art. Like I could always like pick up like, oh, that's Eric Larson drawing. If I see like a shirt at the store, I'm like, that's, that's a oh, Jim Lee drawing. Yeah. That's a whoever drawing, you know, and wow, that's, that's not cool. just Venom. That's Todd McFarlane drew that or, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I, I so I always just kind of knew, and I always knew I wanted to be an actor. Cause I remember like kids like saying, "I don't know, maybe an astronaut or something." Like what do you mean? I was like, I just knew I was an actor. Like I don't know if it was after the first play or. I feel like I was watching Michael J. Fox, put his hands in his pockets on like must have been Family Ties or something, or I don't know, this was Teen Wolf or something, and I was just like, that's so cool, and like, and I just knew he was working. It wasn't like he was just playing this character. I'm like, that's yeah. what I want to be. You know, I'm an actor. That's so cool. Yeah. It was like an epiphany. It's kind of like my favorite color. Like, I always knew it was orange, like, when I had that moment. It wasn't just like, oh, red's cool. Black's cool. You know? <laughs> yeah, I do. This is what I love. I was being driven home You're from... You're so lucky. Oh, yeah? Some people <laughs> don't even find what they want, you know? And I, yeah. I'm with you where it's like I've always, like, just listened to my gut. Like, who mm. am I, really? And I, I almost find it's like a luxury, too, you know? But it's something you created yourself to say, like, I'm going to pursue my, my real core values. Like, who I really want to be. Like and it, another thing, too, that led mm. me to the pilot stuff was I kind of was listening to, like, the whispers, I guess you could say, where I was like listening to like what was, and this was smacking me in the face. I mean, I had so many people that were just like, when I was doing the flight attending, and it, it, that was not a challenge at all. So it was kind of like, I just literally was like, okay, this is it. I'll do it. Hmm. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. It's a lot of fun. It's yeah. a lot of fun. It's really good. To, oh, the other thing, too, is, mm -hmm. you know, you put in the work, you get the thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you actually get, yeah, you should be kind of Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you get the certification. If I put it in the work in LA, I mean, I put in a lot of work, and I felt like I was like, ah, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> huh? That is so cool. So you're in Florida right now, training, right? Yeah, it's I just it's this in Arizona are the best place for flight training. Mm. Since I've had affinity to Florida, I'm down here for flight training. I don't see myself staying just because it's like weird place. Or yeah, it's a weird place, but yeah, I love the weather, and I love it here. Mm. I just don't know if it loves me, per se. Like, I do well here. It's weird, actually. The most I've ever learned.
years ago. So, like, I, I a lot of yeses here. You know, I anything I ever wanted to book here, I got it. Like, on a whim, I was, became a Miami Dolphins cheerleader in college because somebody, like, dared me. I'd never cheered or danced before. So I always get a lot of confidence and, like, good vibes down here. The only thing is my personal life down here is not great. So I probably mm. will just be here for flight training and then go to the airline and mm. then come back to either what L.A. Th- or just somewhere. Yeah, else. what are the average people like then? Like, not a lot of artists, per se, or just kind of douchey? <laughs> I know they're, like, usually, um, stereotypically, they're beautiful-bodied people in clubs. I mean, that's what the outside world knows about Florida, at least. Uh, that's a lot of it. Is that uh, it? Oh, okay. It's superficial, very vapid, mm. a lot of surgery, a lot of... Oh, God, uh, yeah. A lot of people, I find, who are, like, content just floating and partying. Oh, um, wow. you'll, you go out on a given night, and you see these people, like, in their late 30s, early 40s, and they're just out at the bars. And you're huh. like, this is... this. It just doesn't feed me, in a way. You yeah. Know? Like, just people with, like, a lack of direction. I'm sure there's, like... And here's the thing. I have some really good down earth friends down here too so oh, it's good, like yeah. you just have to find your people you know there are normal ones but and then a lot of swingers a lot of people doing a lot of drugs like huh. it's just a funny place wow yeah a lot of like former athletes that are just you know swinging swinging their d around yeah such <laughs> so as party town kind of like that wow yeah. did covid yeah. well covid obviously but it didn't did, but did like the you know covid and then we had well the writer strike wouldn't affect uh florida too much no. typically but you know post-covid post all that like did it change the party scene in florida you think forever or no did it just ramp back up or so here's the thing as someone who doesn't really party anymore mm. i can't you know touch yeah. on like beyond my own senses of like talking to people that i've known for years down here mm-hmm. i can say this everything has shifted heavily the early 2000s was that was a very special time in like Miami's history. Um, mm. I think that there was a lot of different times that were really cool down here, but the early 2000s and like the 90s, if you're like a drug lord. But early yeah. 2000s, there were all these always celebrities were coming down, always having fun, always tons of money, tons of huh. well, Miami Beach was hot. It was so mm. much fun. You could go out like all the time, and everybody wanted to have a good time. Um, I had a great time when I was in college down here, and you know when you're a 21 year old, you know, having been a Miami Dolphin cheerleader everything's just open yes 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 so what i'll say is miami beach is no longer that great it's very unsafe a lot most people don't go there there's not great clubs going out is in more midtown like and then there are still clubs and stuff but it's just shifted it's different it's a lot of tech people from like um the covid shutdown made a lot of people move down here which shifted the Mm. economy and shifted the way like people like socialize but you can always find a party in Miami. I just mm. think things were a lot better back in the day and much huh. more. There were really huge, really cool clubs where now it's like a little less of the club scene, a little more like restaurants and overpriced kind of bullshit. So is it less bodacious bodies and steroid juice heads and more techie, uh-huh. regular looking peeps? Okay. Hmm. Yeah. And, Interesting. And, um, and everything <laughs> you're thinking as well. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> What I love about the city of Miami is how corrupt it is, I think, and that's also what doesn't make me fit in here, because I'm not like that, but all the buildings, everything you see was built off the cocaine trade, and that's just pretty fascinating. It makes for, like, an interesting kind of shitty place. Are there a lot of, like, Scarface posters in the tourist shops, or no? (laughs) Does everyone want to be a... I guess that's the thing is I'm not a tourist. So I don't oh, really yeah. know that. But there's the, the mannequins have huge fake breasts. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. 
It's so plastic but, surgery is so wild to me. And like, you know, I would have never need it. And, and apologies to anyone who needs it. But I mean, it's just always so funny. I remember in LA because, you know, I, I never saw it typically. And I don't think I ever saw it at all in Portland before that. But when I moved to LA, I was like, whoa, when you go to parties or just around, you're, you know, um, I'm trying to remember some of the restaurant names, but like you'd go there and you'd see just someone with like, you know, that, that face. And it's kind of like the yeah. same face. It's just so weird. And it's kind of like, it's funny when they have like a great body and they have that, that face. And you're like, well, he's no, like, face. yeah, it's like, why did you, it's like, you're obviously at least 40, for, late 40s, 50 or something. Cause like 20 something wouldn't, who you're trying to look like, wouldn't get that work done. You know, it's just kind of. Yeah. It huh. is. They're all getting the same face, huh? Yeah. I'm saying that same because I watched, so I watched some reality show recently and a lot of them had the same face. I was mixing up the housewife people that were on it. Yeah. I think I was watching The Traitors, that reality show where a bunch of <laughs> celebrities are. And I'm like, what? They're all the same face. Even the Kim. She used to look like sexy Jafar. And yeah. Got that Dude, I face. remember when Kim Kardashian was new. And maybe it's because, you know, I was raised black. You know, I'm like the booty. And like, um, <laughs> and now it's like, huh. In the most non-black accent. I know. <laughs> well, you know, there's a time where I said like, and I don't even know Eminem's up there, but I just said, I don't, I was raised black. That's why I don't talk like Eminem. And they're like, what? <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, no, Kim Kardashian went through those changes, huh? Cause, huh. Oh that's my wild. God. Yeah. yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah, and not to knock anyone sure. cause who knows reasons, but I remember Chloe was the big one and now she's like, is she the hottest one? It's just wild. I don't know. I know. Well, it's also, you know, I think aging is tough, especially mm. for people who feel very, you know, like centered on their looks. And I think this is like, you know, especially entertainment industry yeah. so vapid. It's like I get it. Like I, I don't want to do all that, but I understand. Like aging gets weird, especially when like a big portion of your life, people like really like focused on how great looking you are. You know? Yeah. And, I mean, and the, and, and the lips to too. I oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, don't get me started. Don't get, don't even get me started. Don't throw the lips in front of Oh my god. And like apologies to people. Oh yeah? <laughs> that Dave said. Oh no, what were you saying? Do you remember what? Dave Chappelle, he had mm -hmm. that like really funny joke back in the day about like how Michael Jackson got work done, obviously. He's like, but oh, you know, I don't want to knock him. It's like, I was thinking about getting some work done. I want to go botox my balls, make them smooth as eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I haven't reached an age where I'm like I feel beat up but like who knows you never know what you're gonna do yeah. I just hope I don't go to that like bloaty face look that you know the face dude I know it's like one thing that's funny it's like I remember like years ago I might have still been in high school but like I remember when like you saw all those commercials for hair plugs and Viagra might have been new or something or they're talking about it everywhere and it's like oh cool so whenever I'm old I won't have problems with that or that <laughs> but it's like Plastic surgery, you would have thought they would have had handled because, like, you know, Dolly Parton and what Cher back in the day. But what did did the only two good doctors die that worked on them? Because it's just so funny that they have it the best work done off the top of my head, at least. I, I, I don't look at encyclopedias of plastic surgery, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Cher always looked good. I mean, at least growing up, that was the stigma. Cher is immortal, not like Cher looks fake. And you know, Cher does look right. Amazing. Oh my yeah, God. I, haven't, I haven't googled her recently, but I mean, yeah, and Dolly Parton, she uh, it was known she has big breasts, but it's like, you know, that was even before the 90s porn star giant you know yeah. <laughs> giant bigger than basketball like was in for that so it's like well, i don't know, <laughs> they were, they were. I know. it's like they it's lost the sauce people. to plastic surgery or something like that it's like how's it not like way super better now it's <laughs> a great you have great ideas and thoughts i don't know i mean and i've you know i've watched a lot of um i don't know i've watched uh submission impossible well that's the most of masks but like 
even so, I had a soap opera, Young and the Restless Person, on not long ago, and, like, they have storylines, you know, where they have plastic surgery, and it's not even supposed to be that sci-fi, the soap operas, but, like, when Young and the Restless, someone had plastic surgery, and she looks just like Lissy Smith, and she's gonna impersonate her, and, you know, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> yeah, we can't get away from just that one face everyone has who gets the face left. It's kind of funny. Yeah. It's like, well, how the hell, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, that is so interesting. I never really thought about that. I guess it's just, like, that's the easiest. I don't know. Like, you're right. There's some other ways they can yeah. take this. I want to be a conspiracy theorist, but I hope we're not going to get targeted now for asking too much. <laughs> like, how in 2024 yeah, right. do we not have it? That's funny. I don't know. I don't know who's, whose face is that that we're modeling it off of. That's Ooh, crazy. whoa. What if we are in some sort of matrix and it's just someone who lives outside Gosh. it and, like, you will all be made in my image? <laughs> yeah, someone... like, what is, the, what is the face they're trying to go for? That's mm -hmm. crazy. I don't know. It's very uh, just it's the depressing thing about it, to be honest. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I uh, hope I never want to get work done like that. Yeah, I mean, I take care of myself. I'm on the keto diet, and yeah, I go to the gym often. But like, yeah, inspired by Triple H. But like, you know, not not on steroids <laughs> or not like that. But I mean, like, yeah. Hmm. Do you have any um? Not be uh, not too BTW uh, beauty tips for anybody or wants to maintain naturally. <laughs> well, um, I mean, a lot of people do say my skin's looking pretty awesome. I I love um, skincare. I think doing a regimen and actually doing it, mm. you know, not skipping. And then I would say lots of water, no hard mm. drugs. <laughs> I need to drink more water. Yeah. Stay out of the sun. No I know sun. that. I always wear hats. Yeah. Yeah, I always wear hats. I'm I always a, have sunscreen. I'm Italian American, also, Scottish, but I just burn. I don't even tan. So when I when yeah. I was gonna go to LA, I flew there before that just to make sure I didn't burst into flames. You know, like can I live here or not? You know, like, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cover up. Um, and then micro needling. I've done that a few different times. Well, actually, probably like once a year for a while. Oh. It's like an advanced facial, and oh, okay. it really resurfaced my skin. Like I, I think I've really delayed my skin's aging by doing these micro needling because it kind oh. of resurfaces the top of your skin yeah really so i mean i'll do that i love it it's oh. really great so you just have to be able to not have to go in the sun for a few days after because it's definitely a oh you have to undisputedly oh, okay so i'd want to do it on a friday it's, it's, or something where i can stay in for the weekend yeah. for sure okay. so it was originally for people with like you know like scars from acne hmm. or like having gotten into like our accident and it resurfaces you can do a few treatments and it will take off like a lot of skin and and regenerate the top layers of skin and i i swear i look younger because of it i mean mm. i'm definitely like age appropriate looking but i you know well, mm. it's weird I, some people are like oh i think you're 25 looking and some people are like oh, i mean yeah, there was that viral <laughs> clip of lissy smith leaving the stage saying i'm too hot for this stage or i'm too hot for you guys and left the stage <laughs> I do recall that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had it. It's like, I don't need to do this shit. Just kidding. It was obviously a joke. But yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I also, I'm with you. I try to work out a lot and just try not to like worry about it too much. Yeah. Hmm. My mom always said, happiness is beautiful, Lizzie. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's very oh. sweet. Except that, you know, a little micro needling doesn't hurt. Yeah, I'm definitely going to Google that later. 
Mm. Yeah, it's really great. Another thing too is I do like retinol alternatives. So I definitely have like a skincare regimen. Oh my god, I remember what, um, before my late grandma passed. I remember um, said visit her like once a week uh, at the old folks' home. Um, and my mom used to put up signs for her. <laughs> They're just so funny. Uh, for the it's I was like whoa because I, I went in the bathroom and closed the door you know so the door was open before that and then I'm like wait what is this sign in giant bold letters and like marker pen said cream on face and then a couple spaces it said cream on face meaning like you know put that cream on your face you know anti aging stuff I'm like she's in an old folks home and has this place for her dentures but it's like oh, <laughs> it's just God. funny how beauty's never out of people's minds I guess <laughs> it's just funny. It is weird, right? Like, it's yeah. like, we fight it so bad. I don't know what it is, why people care so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think women, on average, will wear makeup till the day they die, and guys will dye their hair, wear a wig, or whatever, you know, it's just kind of funny. It's so weird. I know. Huh. I'm, like, very single right now, thinking, like, why do I, like, when I've dated people, like, seriously, why do I get so concerned with, like, I shouldn't, you know, pretend I don't poop and don't wear my mouth guard too much. And, you know, oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm never going to do that again. I think I'm going to be so comfortable with my own self in the future. Huh? Yeah. To the point where it's like, maybe I'll footing. Because <laughs> this, this doesn't work for me. Being like tidy and yeah. dainty and trying to be like so pretty. So I'm going to say, fuck it. Oh, yeah. Just live my life, you know? And I won't say who, but like, it was funny. Like, I had an ex, like, um, and not that anyone wants to think about their significant other, like, you know, party and everything but it's just funny i remember we were living together in la and our first apartment together maybe or second i was walking around looking for her and i just wanted to like you know put my arms around her from behind go, mm, love or cuddle or something you know you know before i was whatever i was doing you know and i was looking for her, looking for her, looking for her, and she kept walking fast up to another room and like and all of a sudden i get to her again and she's like get away from me and it was almost like the energy of like she's gonna turn into the hulk or something like that like run <laughs> And she had, to, she had to do that, I guess. And she was looking for a room to be away. <laughs> it was just kind of funny. And I was like, there's this weird, I'm like, oh, no, oh I'm going to go cuddle her, you know, or something like that, you know. <laughs> like, and she's, and she's, and she's in a room. Yeah, I wish I had a POV camera of, like, coming toward her. And she turns around like, get away from me. <laughs> We're just like, what the? We never had a fight, I don't think, at the time or anything. I was like, oh, what the? <laughs> so I, like, was super in love with this dude, even though it was, like, short-lived and it was a really crazy experience. But we had this, like, weird comfortability and he like was like joking around being ridiculous he was like he like sneezed fart and he did it sneeze fart and i was so like enamored by the fact that i'm like i can just be myself with this person like from the get and like that is what i'm looking for man man i don't even care i'm gonna weird some people out i love that (laughs) because what i've been doing hasn't worked you know Maybe the guys, maybe that's a tip for you guys. You know, fart. Yeah. Maybe just be you, enjoy, and make me feel comfortable to be me. That's like why we all like like cold men are like, you know, like the gases. Do your life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's you know, some decency and modesty. But yeah. It's really nice just to be I have a friend, she's really really crazy chick i love her so much but i've never met someone who's so comfortable in their own skin and it's very she's attractive even though uh-huh. she's crazy uh-huh. that's part of it i guess <laughs> she's like minorly handicapped she's really cool she has these huge fake boobs that are coming out of her dress but she's super smart and super comfortable with herself and so it's very like puts you at ease hmm very yeah. cool so huh. So men make people feel comfortable to be themselves, and women do the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's two-way street. Hmm. 
Let's see. That's the love portion of our podcast. Yeah. Poop and fart <laughs> and enjoy yourself because life is short. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone poops, and if you admit it, maybe everyone will love you. Maybe, or you know, at least like be like, wow, that's person. That person is not afraid to just be actually experiencing the human experience. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have like a ne- I have two nephews, and like one one's like um, almost four, and one's like like younger, so two and a half or something maybe. But like, one was just such a- and he kept like making jokes about peeing and pooping, and he was just so happy. And then, but then he was sitting next to me, and he's like, he looks super content. He's like, I'm peeing, I'm pooping. I'm thinking like, is it? but I'm part of me is like, oh, that's funny. He's content, and he- but he's like, is he peeing next to me or just weird facts he's trying to tell and kids are just honest so it's like yeah yeah, so it's almost like there's something there you know like when they well when i was young up until like not even that that young but i would say up to like i would say eighth grade Mm. i thought it was so funny to like fart on command even though it's like i couldn't actually but i would only ask people to like pull my finger when i had one like Uh. (laughs) so i was a child my whole childhood i was a big farter i loved it that's a big fart. You know, you learn that that's not cool. <laughs> Up until eighth grade. probably won't have you with you if you get all farty, but whatever. Whatever. Like, they're like, check out that ass. And they like, never mind. Or like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Check out that ass. Why are those pants, like, like, yellowing? Oh, my God. It's like someone made popcorn. What's happening? <laughs> like, it's speckled. That's weird. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, this is the perfect awkward pause. Let's just pause. Like, for a mm, <laughs> mm. anyways, how long is your podcast usually? Oh, um, you, it just varies. It could be like fifteen minutes. It could be an hour. Yeah, that's cool. On about yeah, an hour, whatever. on average, yeah. So <laughs> that makes sense. That I think the shortest one, on the the Las Vegas episode one, uh, was like. Maybe thirty minutes because like I didn't have a guess on that one. It was just like that Las Vegas experience for your boy the first time, you know. Gotcha. Anyways. Did you go to any good shows or anything? I saw Fat Elvis. There's a big Elvis. Oh, he's, oh, he's overweight Elvis for sure. Like, it's part of the show, yeah. but he's he's not farting or anything. But yeah, but that was good. Um, uh, if you were to get married, are you, it sounds like you're not married. Are you no, married? Not married. No. Okay, if you were getting married, would you do like a, a Vegas crazy wedding? Like, maybe, is that in the realm, or is that like, no, 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 you're traditional? No, I could, even, I, but I think if I did a Vegas wedding, being I have a big Italian family, I think I'd do a, a quote real wedding in quote as well. But maybe we would have got married, you know, for real before that, just for us in Vegas, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, I would do just. I mean, I wouldn't be against it if so much how it shook out. But uh, there is like a, a scenario where I can see myself eloping in Vegas. But I also don't. Yeah, I also don't think that's the route for me either. Yeah. It's just it depends who you're marrying, right? Yeah, it depends like what phase of your life you're in, what you're doing. But yeah, I mean, there could be I, something I where like say we're dating and we're in Vegas together, and we just realize we're we're both the one, and we're there, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, I can see something like that maybe. <laughs> you know, we're really, like, too crazy. Yeah. Um, Feels like middle school love, married. but real or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. I want to get married at the Grand Wailea and in uh, Maui, and like mm. people can come if they want. You know, it's like not necessary, but I love that place. I really enjoy it. Oh, I gotta go. I haven't, I haven't ever been there. 
Oh, it's magic. It's just, I mean, it's very resorty, but it's like, do you want a tropical, happy, laid-back, like, perfection experience where you're on, like, it's very fancy, but also, like, there's the lazy river with the little, you know, waterfall that goes into a bar under the, you know, little cave, and you're just getting tipsy, enjoying your life. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and they have spas there. You can get a great facial, keep that skin nice. Sounds like a magical place. Yeah, I gotta go. Uh, I always, you know, ironically, I always said I want to go there for a honeymoon. I remember as a kid, like, I'll, I'll go to Hawaii for my honeymoon. Just because, I don't know, it's stereotypical or it just seems dreamy. Yeah, but it does. I gotta go, some, you know, Some of the stereotypes are there for a reason. It's awesome, you know? Mm. Like, stereotypes aren't always bad. I mean, it's freaking Hawaii. I, I want to see where that one, at least one Bond film was made. I know the man at the Golden Gun was there, and... Karate Kid 2. Have you ever seen the movie Just Go With It? <laughs> uh, who is it? I know that title. Was that Adam Sandler Jennifer maybe? Anderson, Adam Sandler, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, uh, is it good? That was shot at the Grand Wailea. Oh, okay. That was shot at the place. So is, it, yeah. is it worth watching besides the location? Or near Hubble uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fun. And um, cool. Dave Matthews has a good part in it. Oh, okay. Dave Matthews is actually really funny. He's in a partnership with, like, he's a married to, uh, what's her name? He used to be married to Tom Cruise. Uh, Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman. Oh. Yeah, he's married to Nicole Kidman. She's funny uh, in it, too. I love, uh, she's such a great actress. Like, she yeah. Things. So, yeah, actually, I think it's worth watching. Because there's definitely yeah, some fun me. moments and, like, really good. Their, their little couple ship is, like, really funny. They're I'm kind very, of in between shows, so I might, uh, yeah, uh it's a good movie. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I just watched Amy Schumer's show on Hulu, Life and Beth? Death. Oh, okay. That looked good. Yeah, with Michael Sarah, right? Maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is, like, really cool. She, it's kind of, like, it's got funny moments, but it's more of, like, kind of one of those weird depressing kind of shows. But okay. she really hits, like, I, I really respect Amy Schumer. I think she's a great artist. No, I, yeah. I, that movie she did with the, like, uh, I Feel Pretty, that was so, like, deep on some weird love and the love things we were talking about, about like, was know, that the one where she gets hypnotized or something she gets like she falls can... off of a bike and soul cycle that's and right. then, like thinks she's a supermodel it's yeah like, that was great that way, but nobody yeah. else does and, but her confidence and happiness really elevates her life in a way that's just like not unbelievable but just like well huh like it makes you think just like mm. having that type of view of yourself and like the confidence is really is what people just really like gravitate towards you know obviously it's just a movie but it was really cool and then she realizes she's not and she's like i can't you know i'm not pretty but it was like whoa that was me the whole time mm. and then um anyways she's she's a really impressive artist i i think like her older stand-up is really good and then like mm. sometimes i think she got too famous too you know and didn't have as much material for a while and then now she's back to like this the show was so good i really liked it it just shows a it shows a girl's perspective on life um and like stuff that happens to women like sexually and just mm. confusing in the mom mother daughter relationship just so beautifully that i've never seen before oh, so li- uh, life in bath right you said yeah and yeah. it's kind of slow but it's just it's just so well done it's so artistically beautiful i loved it no yeah i mean i'll check out this weekend for like for sure because uh i think that's like a huge they have a huge banner ad for that on um i want to say hulu okay yeah. 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 Yeah.
kind of, it almost reminds me of, like, Louis. Do you remember Louis C.K.'s show? Well, I remember, but, like, he, I swear to God, did he not, am I remembering it wrong, or is it, like, Mandela Effect? Did he not have, like, three different shows or more, and they all had a similar name, like, Louis, Life with Louis, Louis C.K., C.K., Louis, and he was always kind of playing Louis, right? <laughs> They're all kind of the same know. show. I no I, idea. He had at least I two, where I could bet a million dollars, I could bet. But, yeah, I mean, I feel yeah, like he had, like, three or funny. four. Where people just loved him and his his vibe, they just loved it, and yeah. so they just made the same show. Well, in this one, he's a single father, but he's Louis. He's he's him, you know. And then like this one, he's single, but he's an electrician, but he's him, you know. It's like he's always That's named so, Louis. I don't know. It was something like that. Is yeah, and I and so I'd see clips when like when TikTok and Insta was kind of more newer, when you just saw those reels everywhere, and there'd be clips of him like with a moment, you know, pretty much being the same, being him, you know, and. uh yeah, but it was like different. Oh, this is that other show because you have a daughter there. Oh, but you know. <laughs> yeah. But what were you yeah, saying about him? Funny. You're saying were you saying oh. that her show's kind of like that, or? Yeah, a little. Like like his show, Louis. Like it just mm. has like its own tone, and it's but but in Louis, I think he. I don't know if he's supposed to be him as a comic. I don't think so. He's just mm. a person in the world. Yeah. So yeah, no, it, it's got a similar tone of like there's like some of the humor is like dark and kind of like just. Uh, just real life weird stuff that happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. Mm. But I like I love Louis C.K. I think he's a brilliant comedian. Isn't, um, isn't he back on? Yeah, isn't he back on show and stuff? Or, yeah, I feel what? like he's isn't he making a comeback again too recently? Or? He, you know, he's a little he's more in the news. Doing art. I think he had a special come out online. Um, or something. Yeah, was that? That's what. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, he's obviously got some weird stuff, like, personally, mm. but, like, so does, like, a lot of, a lot of people, you know? Mm. Tom Cruise is a pretty weird guy, but I think he's a really amazing. Actually, he's, like, a fantastic aviator, and... Uh, yeah, like, he flew in Top, now, in Top Gun, Maverick, maybe, I don't know about the original, probably not, but um, the newest one, he, like, yeah, did a lot of her, most oh, of his yeah, flying, so. and, yeah. He's show, a movie American made, too, where he flies, and he's, he's very, just, that, that's, he's an incredible human like he's very weird, but like, yeah, his talent is yeah, I remember that because he got he got in the argument stuff. with um Laura or whatever about whatever. But yeah, no, because like he's always been an amazing movie star, like yeah, like, from forever, and like he's always given it yep. his all, and like you know even like yeah, I, I binge watched a lot of the Mission Impossible's recently, and yeah, uh, has, for like, the new one, yeah, he's just incredible with that. Yeah, it's like yeah, Michael Jordan mentality, like just be the best, yeah. and work hard, and yeah, it's hard to deny that. Yeah, I I, I would want to <laughs> yeah, like you know do your own stunts or no yeah exactly yeah. not yeah. to brag i do my own nudity uh, even on <laughs> yeah, apparently you do. the one episode yeah. where there's nudity like oh, hey. oh did you work out a little extra before you did your scenes? i don't recall if i did but i must have because i know i was working out or anything so it was after i discovered triple h in portland before la so i was working out on the regular but i must have it's funny, I don't recall if I worked out extra, I must have been working out more hardcore for that, but I remember, like, doing, like, sit-ups when I did this Neil Simon play in high school, these 1X. Which Neil Simon play? Oh, was it? It's one, if you're really familiar with it, you might know the, uh, I might be able to look at the name of multiple choice, but my character was cheating on his wife, and he had, like, a, he had a hooker and a girlfriend, and the person he was cheating with, like, in the other room hiding or something, and, but I remember in the scene, we had, like, I had, like, some red silk pajama bottoms, and my, my girlfriend, or my wife? must have been the girl cheating probably had like the top 
And so I was going to be topless in high school during it. So I remember like even like putting like putting paper towels for the bathroom on the ground in the high school and like doing sit-ups before the play. I don't think I told anyone oh that ever. God, that's so funny. That's adorable. <laughs> like imagine. Like that is such a cute so, thing. 16, 17-year-old Kevin like. <laughs> that's the good stuff, right? Yeah. Like, I'm doing sit-up crunches. And on the cold tile bathroom, both paper towels. That man. is so funny. <laughs> Just it's in like case. the weird things you do. Yeah, the I remember so that, but I don't remember for this TV show. Like, I, I mean, I, I mean, I sure I did. You know, worked out more, but I, I really don't recall. Like, I'm on a diet, or I'm doing. You know, I had to start recall. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Mm. Um, yeah, so I dated a good euphemist. Young and the Restless a few times. I dated a dude who was on that show for oh, a while, yeah. and he would have shirtless scenes, and he's like, I've got to work out extra hard, babe, for this week. Yeah. Did he ever, did he say he couldn't eat something with you, and you're like, hey, pizza night, right? He's like, no, no, or no? Just no, to drop he wasn't like, nah, he hmm. was like, no, he was not a high maintenance weirdo. Oh, who'd he play on it, <laughs> if it's not, wasn't a painful break? Because I probably, probably know of it, because uh, I was talking to someone about YNR. Was it someone he was on for a while, you said, or? Yeah, he was. Uh, he played the doctor Stitch Rayburn, who's mm. Ben Rayburn for a few years. Oh, uh, I back. think he was like. Wasn't he kind of gritty looking? He had a shaved head, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I remember, yeah. That's, that's well, because Sean Kerrigan, that was my ex-boyfriend. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll tell my. I'll definitely see. Maybe my my bio mom, my aunt will finally watch, listen to the show because he listens to certain episodes, and it's like, yeah. hello. YNR, because I grew up when I grew up like they loved YNR, and I remember to the point. So I watched for a little bit. Oh, you are like, black stories. Yup, yeah, my stories. <laughs> but like all the women <laughs> in my family would watch it like all the time, and like um. So I remember passing the TV so many times. You know, you just want to watch Ninja Turtles or whatever, and like you're passing it and it's just on. So I remember one day, like it must have been middle school or high school, because you felt like a young adult, you know. And Victor Newman, the guy with the mustache, like takes his picture off the wall and breaks it in like his office. He's like, "You got that?" And I'm like, "And I'm like, whoa, that's not how Victor Newman normally acts. Something crazy is going." On. And I was like, "Oh God, am I into this?" Or something like that. So I watched for a little bit. And then that is so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a badass. That guy's cool. Yeah. I think he's been he playing that role since yeah, longer than our lives. Oh, he's been playing yeah, a character longer than we've been alive, isn't that crazy? It's like yeah. what? Isn't that nuts? Same actually. That's Same. wild. Pretty nuts. Yeah, it's like I mean it's a good gig. It's a really yeah, good Yeah, I would totally job. do that. I mean, um if like all of a sudden like I'm playing something in Young and the Restless, but then like they want me to be like the new Wolverine. I mean, I might have to make a tough decision, but I would, uh, I'd hope that I can get I mean, some... Oh, I guess you don't get time off. Yeah, special. that's right. Cause they don't have seasons off, do they? Mm. No, but you can, yeah, you can maybe like, you know, have your, like, your character yeah. gets sick and just like, yeah. just be like, you know, on hi hiatus for a while. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You never know. You never know. And a lot of like, um, what's his name? The guy from. He was on YNR for a while, hmm. and then he was on This Is Us, and he's... Oh, I totally know. Some of the pop culture we Justin know. Uh, yeah, the Green Arrow guy from Smallville, briefly. So he, is Justin back... Hartley, is he I think his career has really taken off. Oh, I think he said, is he horrible? Yeah. Is he said? Or taken no, off? No, he's wonderful. Oh. He's, I mean, I don't know him that well, but <laughs> he's like, like a lovely guy. Yeah, he seems and nice. And he was on YNR for a while. So a lot of, like, pretty big stars come from the... the from the story. Yeah, didn't Buff, no, I think like Buffy guy. did. And yeah, I think Buffy the Vampire Slayer came, Sarah Michelle Gellar came from that, I'm pretty sure. Right? I, I remember hearing that, I feel like, at least. <laughs> pretty crazy, right? Yeah. So, and, like, job's a job, and I think you can definitely, like, get your chops, like, acting on soaps. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew this. I, I'm trying to think. I knew I this high and mighty. 
I knew this high and mighty actress who was too good to play a bloody dead hooker, but uh, I'd, I'd tell her if she was here, a job's a job, okay? You know? As she simultaneously was telling you, I don't think I do. <laughs> too good. Too Drinking good her wine, her. talking about Meisner. <laughs> Head in the clouds above us all. <laughs> The pilot that hot boxes, perhaps, since you're saying no shame. <laughs> Absolutely. You never know what's gonna happen in life. No, I wanna film like a scene like me Maxwell directed where like <laughs> this 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 stewardess brings in like a kid who has like who's terminally ill and all his his last wishes he wanted to like be in the cockpit and like but the pilot hotboxed it with their farts and like yeah. Oh Timmy, this is legendary Captain Liz. Oh, oh, there's <laughs> only coming. <laughs> like you, you pulled a Sully before that, and you're like legendary. <laughs> and then I just like let a big fart rip. Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> She's so comfortable. <laughs> but then the, the twist is the kid's like awesome with his little gap in his teeth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Do you uh do you go to LA a lot? Are you planning on going back, or is it? Kind um, of just like, we'll see. I think see I'm more. Yeah, I think I'm at where I could say officially. Um, because when I first came back here, it's like I was definitely not shutting the door on LA, but I was like, I gotta like make more. So I was gonna focus on screenplay writing, and yeah. then um, I still had that. Um, you may or may not know about it because you have some big agents. Sounds like um, LA casting or casting networks, whatever those sites were. And I was yeah. like, so I was still looking at it, and then like it said. Um, cause it still said I lived in Burbank at the time <laughs> and I was looking at it that day and I was like, cold case files playing a real life murderer. And it's like, must be willing to travel to Portland, Oregon where we're filming. And so I typed in like, I'm actually from Portland and I'm here right now. <laughs> you know, you want to have to pay for, for lodging. Yeah. <laughs> and so I did like a Skype interview before Skype was, well, Skype was a thing obviously, but before like COVID, you know, Skype, you know, yeah. I was like, Ooh, Skype edition. And then I booked it. And then they were shaving my beard and like this creepy mustache of this real life killer. And she, the makeup lady was like, you should act more here. And I was thinking like, well, probably. And at the time, I think right. Portlandia was Indian. They had Documentary Now and Librarians was a show. I don't know if you heard of. But they used to have like two things going on at once for a while. But I think ever since COVID maybe, like it's more just indie, indie, indie of like a thing here and there. So yeah, that makes I, sense. I got those gumps, yeah. but I've I've went to LA for a couple things, so yeah, I'm still I'm willing to go anywhere still. But uh, Portland's home. Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if was it an acting thing or I did that game show. You bet your life with Jay Leno, so I could say I did a Leno. <laughs> but uh, that's that was funny. That's, that's funny. Cool. Like fly me to Hollywood, and you know, and they kind of they frown yeah. upon like actors, you know, like so you say what your your day gig is, you know, and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny. Like I'm flying to Hollywood for Portland. <laughs> Hey, Jerry. Yeah, like, on all those shows, but it's like reality. They're all actors, but they're like, I'm a dolphin enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whatever, Chuds. <laughs> but, yeah. Hmm. Um, you mentioned Triple H, like, four right. times throughout this conversation. Is that, like, someone you, like... Or tr- is that kind of what led you to Maddox Landis stuff? Or- yeah, no, no, that, um, no. Literally, he was my favorite uh, wrestler for sure. Like so literally. Cool. So it's funny when I saw that I rewatched that thing when when you were coming on the show. I'm like, this is amazing. So about Triple H because it wasn't called Triple H. You know, it's called you know wrestling is a wrestling. So I'll say he's yeah. talking about, all about Triple H's dream. Like this it's is like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Like, even for yeah, my cool. 20-something, because I remember in Hollywood, they taught us at a party to not say your age, but I remember I got, like, a, for a 20-something birthday in L.A., like, uh, my girlfriend at the time got me the Triple H workout book. <laughs> so it's kind of a joke, but I looked at it, and I was like, oh, this, is, this workout. You're like, I like this guy, like, legit. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Wait, well, I forget what the three H's stand for. Oh, oh it's, um, it's character Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah, and then yeah, he's a really cool character. Like, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, it's just so so funny yeah. that he that Max picked him too. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I just I think it's just such a rich like history that it's like interesting enough to make yeah. a little documentary. Well, about. to me, like he was my I remember he was my favorite because like he came he comes out and he does his pose and everything spits the water and everything, but he comes out and he's silhouetted in the light. And he literally, I remember had an epiphany, like, he looks just like, or he did, I don't know, you know, he literally looks just like uh, Masters of the Universe action figure, you know, they're that same mold, that over-the-top yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of body from the 90s or 80s or whatever, but it's like, what the hell, you can, yeah. you can do that with your body? And so I started working out kind of, and he, there was this moment, I think it was showing like a preview, because you know, it was all edited, and like, when he comes to the ring, and you think he's going to sledgehammer Kurt Angle, who was like sleeping with his wife, storyline-wise, you know? That's so funny, the boss I like, gone. no. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like such a small world. Yes, okay, continue. Oh, so he goes to the ring, he thinks he's a sledgehammer here and all the announcers like, don't you do it, you son of a bitch, you're a family! And then all somebody sledgehammers Stone Cold, and I was like, whoa, blown away because Stone Cold was just so popular. That's like, how do you do that? That's like, that's like you hitting God or Elvis. What the hell? But of course, I was new to wrestling and watching it too. It's like, and then he said something in the mic like, it's me, Austin. It was me, you dumb son of a bitch. He did his little battle screen thing. But they added a little animal scream noise because it was like a previously, like, this happened last week. Like, Rawr. And I remember, like, okay, he's my favorite guy. <laughs> I remember that Triple moment. Triple H, he's your favorite. Yeah? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I mean, I definitely love um, the... Uh, I, it's tough. There's a lot of cool wrestlers throughout history. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, I was pretty uh, shocked to, you know, the guy who... He was on the real world. He ended up being a pretty good wrestler. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the Miz, right? The Miz, well, yeah. Just, like he, that's what he wanted to do. And yeah. This like kid who was like, I remember watching him in the real world as a kid, and he was like, I'm gonna be a wrestler. And he seemed like no way. And yeah. Else, like, yeah, it's great to be a wrestling fan. It's great douchebag. Okay, you're not the Rock. Yeah. And then like, yeah. He's... <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Why can't I think of his name? He's like the mm-hmm. dark, scary one. Big, big, scary one. Who's Un- the only one who can do Undertaker. Yes. Undertaker. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, Undertaker is amazing. Uh-huh. And then Hulk Hogan. I had a whole weird in Miami, of course, because they yeah. everyone's in Miami at times in the early 2000s. I had a wasted conversation for 45 minutes. I talked to Hulk Hogan about oh. what I couldn't tell you. Oh. Oh, you can't remember me. Talking to Hulk Hogan about. It. Oh. I was like, I was talking to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> But apparently, yeah, we're very chummy. Very cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> that was know, nice. That's a weird that's flag. Awesome. That's a definitely a weird flex. Me and Hulk, man. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I think the fact that I, I did, I like, studied and I did train to wrestle a little. So I, I, maybe we're talking about wrestling. We could have been talking about, like, dessert at dinner at that restaurant. I don't oh, really that's know. That's funny. Was it just him there? Or do you have, like, his wife or ex-wife? or? 
Um, he was just there. He was just wow. there. He was like, um, this is a place called The Forge, and it was a place where a lot of people came. I met Michael Jordan there, like, on wow. Sundays. It was called Soul Kitchen Sunday. It was always, like, a bunch of NFL players and wow. very, like, like fun, weird vibes. And, yeah, yeah there's a bunch of people who come in, just, like, a ton of famous people. And so mm. thought that, like, that was why I was there, but that was always fun because it was, like, a cool atmosphere. And one of my best friends, she worked there, so it was just, like, everything was free. Oh, very cool, yeah. Yeah, so why wouldn't I have fun with the oh, bunch yeah. of, like, random pseudo and, yeah, get, get a little drunk and enjoy? That's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Ah. It was really idle. It's like, I really feel like I don't like the party anymore because, like, it's like nothing's like that anymore. Yeah, isn't it funny? Like, kind of like we said, like, we're like the future was hoverboards and now it's the apocalypse and it's like, yeah, you want to be young forever, but it's almost like you don't even want to say you're too young. So it's like, I don't know. Like someone... I think I've moved to the next phase, or I yeah. just. I mean, I want to stay. I want to stay young, looking and vital forever. But it's like, yeah. I don't know. I think you know they said like for years ago, like, what forty is the new twenty or thirty is the new whatever. Like I think at some yeah. point, like thirty will just be the cool age to be forever, maybe or something like that. Because it's like you remember before the internet, and like or, and you're more real, or you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, there's this one thing that like a lot of like. You know, the new slang is also weird. Oh, my I God. I love keeping up with it or trying, but it's so insane now. Yeah. Dude, for real, like, for real, okay. bussin', deadass. Uh, yeah. Uh, cringy. Cringe, like, yeah. Or, you know, the uh, ape thing. You really thought yeah. you ate, but you starving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, right. What else? Oh, like, bombastic side. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what about, like, mm -hmm. oh, God, this one. People are using Ooh. a noun and then using that same noun as a verb after, like, this martini's martini Oh, yeah, like the math ain't about. mathin', or, yeah. I saw on something, the, win the windy's really winding today, or something like that. <laughs> what? I heard yeah, that. I was dating this guy, and he goes, he goes, because he had something in his life happen that was, like, not good, and he didn't mm. really want to talk about it, obviously, because I said, oh, like, is everything all good? He goes, just life, lifing. Like, oh my okay. god. Okay, cool, man. <laughs> we did not say anything. It's just, so. it's almost scary in a weird way. I mean, I feel like, I to use their I term, I feel like even so. the kids, I even think the kids are thinking it's cringy, like, in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it almost makes you wonder, because it's coming out so fast, like, where is all the slang coming from? Like, before it seemed like it was a slow burn, like, maybe something was popular in California, and then it reached Portland, or this, or that, or... You know, like, yeah, I don't know. When we were a little kid, like, someone question. said, this is bitchin'. You know, like, that where did that, that probably came from somewhere slowly. But now it's just, like, this is too many weird, insane things just popping up. You know what I mean? Well, like, whoever they're modeling that face after, it must yeah. be her, you know? No, like, I just think it's this, this internet swirl that, like, just, like, I guess. forces people into this, yeah. you know, next level. I think it's all because of the internet. Hmm. But yeah, you're right. Like I think it's like so rapid. Used to be more regional, right? Yeah. Like back in the day, I'm sure like things I said like growing up in Chicago is a lot different than like people growing up in Portland. So 2000 and late. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, right. But I do remember <laughs> back back in the day was mm. saying like I can't even say it. I feel like I can't, like can't even say it right now. But like saying stuff like retarded and stuff like that's just what yeah. Oh like, no, yeah. Silly. You, know? you can't say like retarded or gay, and again, not meaning that yeah. those actual things, people. Sorry. Those are just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember my grandmother saying, like, 
brother made up this weird, like, he was, um, like, a skater boy with his friends, and they would walk around, you know, just because kids are weird, and he was like, fresh, 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 bro, 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 beep, 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 brick, 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 and I used to do it with, like, a six-year-old. That almost sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, my, and my brother, my, my mom was like, do you know what you're saying, Lissy? I was like, no, I didn't. I don't know if people say, like, or maybe this is old now, like, cool, 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 what they say cool a bunch really fast. That sounds, uh, that sounds like a, the next evolution of that, maybe. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. You're like, okay, you're cool. Is that, you sound like a nervous person, it's, and is it not cool? Like, are you, you know what I mean? Right, right. No, it's not, definitely not cool if you say uh, it like that. <laughs> oh, it's too many tones. Mm. Uh, I think we need a font that's like sarcasm font, that's for sure. For like texting. Mm. Oh. And the texting thing, man, it's not for me. Like, I, of course I'll text, but like, I hate when somebody won't really talk to you and you're like texting the conversation. Like, I can't talk right now. Like, get on the fucking phone with me. Sorry, don't swear. Oh, you mean to, uh, no, you can go. So like when, you mean like, yeah. uh, not, not talk, talk, like verbal, or do you yes, mean like not even like text? the way we're doing oh. right now. People just want to text, oh like, stuff. And yeah. it's like, ugh. Uh, yeah, no, totally. I'm a talker. Like, um, I do a lot of voice texts too. Like, cause I just, yeah. I don't oh, know. I like that. Answer. I like, or even just like a DM video. You can video Ooh, yeah. yourself. You do the, I remember too, like, uh, I don't know. Like when you, you know, you had to press like one, one, one to get like a or BC. Yeah. You know? It's like texting used to be so like difficult. I think I'd like that better. Dude, yeah. How was it? Do you, yeah. remember, do you remember pagers at all or no? I remember barely having a pager. Like. Oh, I don't I think swear. I ever had a pager. I just didn't. It just was never... Like, like they were still... Because they were still around. Like, cell phones were yeah. out. But, like, I think pagers were dying, but they were, like, mad cheap at the mall or something. Like, okay. Gotcha, of course. Yeah. Get at the mall, your pager. Yeah. <laughs> I did, uh... I think I got my first cell phone, like, my senior year of high school. Yeah, no, if that... Yeah, is Dude, tech, cell phones... Isn't that just crazy how cell phones have, like... We remember before them, but there's been so many weird rules that shows how fast technologies change. Where like they would take your phones away in school, remember? And now it's like they can't take your phone away in school. Like your five hundred thousand dollar phone, like uh, no, it's my phone in your drawer. And then like you know, Clyde or someone else steals your phone in class. Like no, it's mine. No, you know, I mean, it's just like I remember on movie sets where you couldn't have phones. Is like part of our life in a way that's like so much more than we know you know and i think for little kids it's like it truly is and part of who they think they are like when i sometimes think about who i am in the world i do associate it with like my social social media like presence or lack thereof or even just watching videos on what people say about the world and then if i really think about it if i shut all that out if i shut it off my life has nothing to do with any of that. Yeah, isn't it weird when you have like a Christmas or something and you realize you didn't take any pictures and you're like, holy shit, but this was a lot of... Yeah. I've seen some of these people just like, one I time a year. And there was magical or special or there was always pres- always yeah. pressure before Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. Yeah. Like, Did I take two yeah. pictures? Maybe? <laughs> it's like, holy it's fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you feel like you see people on social media so you feel like you're actually like socializing with them but like yeah yeah, sending memes back and forth that's cool but like is that real connection or is that Mm. just like some weird other form yeah and i've like done a lot of stuff for my birthday this year um because we were snowed in for the first time on my birthday it was iced over historic another historic snowstorm in portland um and so i've done stuff like this week or that week or that you know but like it was kind of more meaningful than ever before when you got those Facebook happy birthdays and you're like oh it was like an actual like cards it felt like because it's like well I'm inside yeah. I had plenty of food and you know, love and all that but I mean like 
But it's like, huh. So it's like, isn't it just, I thought about it. It's just crazy. Imagine like being quote born after screens and quote, where like someone in the near future could be like, you know, their 30th birthday or 40th or something where they're, but they're having to, they have a breakup or they just want to yeah. stay, they just want to stay in. Like, oh, what are you doing for birthday? I'm just going to stay in and have my favorite meal and look at every single one of my birthdays on my phone where they can look at every single one of their birthdays. It's like, cause nowadays, yeah. like if you, say we had a kid, like we'd, we'd be taking pictures at the, the hospital. We'd be taking video on our phones. The it's kid, really the kid would have their whole life on video and pictures yeah. at least. Definitely their first yeah. bike, their first whatever. So you could undisputedly be like, there's probably a setting where you just go to birthdays or something. Or well, I guess look at the, the date through the year's history. But yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, really I, for your 40th, you looked at every single one of your birthdays. You know, and then that's pet your cat and went to bed. You know? I'd say that's the like charming side of it. Yeah. I think that's actually kind of cool. That, yeah. that documentary is really, really special. But like, the, I think the other side of it, like people associating some of their worth to like their social presence, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. That's where it's like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, I remember, remember they used yeah. to be that expression where it said like, may your life one day be as cool as it is on Facebook or something like that. I remember that. <laughs> Like none of it's yeah, real. it's know. crazy. But then even like you, I get irked by the people who like I'm just being real. It's like oh God, no, yeah. I'm just like uh, the whole thing. What about like those people? Of... Yeah, not to bash them, <laughs> but yeah, uh, who yeah. like they have their relate their whole things their relationship on social media where like they have these pictures cheek to cheek and it's like when's that breakup and then it happens you know and all of a sudden oh, I like know, I hate I all know. men or women or you know whatever they say and all of a sudden like then like two days later they're with someone else love of my life I'm like wait this is a different person I'm like you I can't even imagine I know I can't even imagine like I'd like take that stuff for real I can't even imagine I feel like anxiety even just thinking about it like, yeah I, I have kind of a role that um I guess I'll say on the public world right now um yeah it, like I don't know if it's four girlfriends ago or what but where, like, I was, like, after a breakup, I was, like, oh, man. And, like, you know, you're friends with them, and, like, who's going to defriend the person first? And you never want to see them with someone else. You know I mean? You don't, I mean, you know, on Hard. social media again. So, yeah, so it's, like, I had a role where, like, on social media, like, I don't have, like, relationships on there. Like, I don't still post. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe something where you see our two wine glasses or the restaurant. Like, and people who know you know who you're with. You know what I mean? So it's, like, right. you know. So it shouldn't matter. But there's a couple times, like years ago where like a girlfriend be like why can't we and i'm like it's just more room yeah, and right. i'm not sketch i'm like i'm with you all the time you know what i'm saying it's like right. you know what i mean so like i uh, think for me i always have felt like if somebody posts pictures with like all their friends and people and stuff like i'd like to be a part of that if somebody's yeah, no, like totally. taking pictures of yeah. teacups then i'm not a teacup i understand that you know mm -hmm. i think it just depends on the type of person and the type of post like i certainly don't need a post where it's like all weird couple and bullshitty but i don't need to feel like i'm yeah. being hidden from your life either. no yeah like, no just, i know yeah, like, i think like, anyone who do that okay. yeah i think anyone who do that for the quote wrong reasons quote like it'd be known or i don't yeah. know yeah, I it's kind of like case by case situation because I certainly also don't need to be like like me and my lover and I said yeah. yes and all this fucking yeah. shit. That is like not no no one's business. Yeah, and so like say if someone you know say like oh we loved seeing you in the person like you wouldn't like erase their comment so it's like you know people know you know if anyone wanted to do a deep dive they'd be like oh or you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> you know I think what it comes down to is and you're taking just, selfies like, together so but. Yeah, if you're like secure with the person, yeah. none of it really matters. But know? I never like would make a double selfie profile pic or everything ever again, or you know. Yeah, no, nope. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. 
Sorry, not yeah. sorry. I guess that's the new, like, is that the new, the lightest version of a prenup or something like that? You know, it's like preloaded. <laughs> Prenups are not a bad idea. Well, I think, yeah, I think they're more agreeable than ever before with people now. It's like, well, I think everyone works by marriage, you know? It's not, it's less yeah. of a huge fight, you know? Well, I, yeah, it, the whole thing is like, it just, I think just truly case by case but it's nice if you could just walk away cleanly if, if it mm. makes you know if you both make money and it makes sense mm-hmm. so well, speaking of speaking yeah. of building an empire what would be like this is a question we have from patreon for our next guest who is you um yeah. huh. so like if you had unlimited like a carte blanche like money and funds to work with or build anything what would it be like would it be a film series would it be a you know a hulu series like yeah. life after bath would it be like what comes to mind first? There's no wrong answer, but it might be complicated with you with your flight slash, you know, this and that. You know what I mean? If I had unlimited funds, what mm-hmm. I want, that's so interesting that I kind of don't have like something I'm like. Yeah. Um, I would want to produce mm-hmm. uh, a couple films. Mm-hmm. I also would want to buy a series. Uh, there's this amazing jet that's like kind of really fun. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I mean, I'd want to, like, help some people in some way that I know, yeah. you know, like, I, I don't know, like, unlimited funds, yeah, like, I definitely would love to produce some stuff, and mm. I'd love to be in it, like, not even as a lead, but just, like, mm. really produce some Like, you have the control, stuff. it's your project, like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I have a, a couple of scripts I've read that I'm like, oh, I'd love to make that, it would oh, be so cool. Yeah. And, I mean, I'd love to, you know, pr- I would be cool to produce a comedy show where I bring comics I love and then I'm hmm. on the show with them. Like a, the like a sketch show? or Well, or, like, or okay, for story example, like Shaquille O'Neal, he's not a comic, but he, like, did, like, Shaq Presents, like, these different comics. Oh, okay. And then it was, like, a show on, like, um, I forgot what, you know, network, but hmm. it was a network show oh. that he presented the comics and he would get to kind of be a part of it. So would you be, like, an MC bringing them out, kind of, or...? Like the opening act for that? He was just like producing the show. Oh, you know, oh okay. Brought the comics together, oh. and so it was Shaq Presents. So a lot oh. of people do stuff like that. So yeah, it'd be cool to pr- produce a show with comics. I super, super respect. But mm. yeah, and then produce a couple movies with like, I already have like these two scripts in mind that I'm like, oh, that would be awesome. Very cool. And, yeah, so unlimited, but yeah, I'd want to jet and I'd want to. Oh. I don't know. It's so weird. Like, I think at this point I'm in this like weird mode of like, I am so much more like goal oriented where I want to be proud of myself. So yeah. unlimited funds might not mm. actually even make yeah. me happy. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Which sounds really ridiculous. No, it sounds like, cool. Oh, like you're, yeah. The things I'm doing now, that's yeah. what I want to do. I want to yeah, it's like, it sounds like the kind of wisdom someone gets like when they have like a near-death experience kind of in a way you know what i mean like right you're like well i i'm already me kevin i have it all like okay cool that's awesome. <laughs> there's a way that you know what i mean <laughs> yeah I, if you took down a little bit of funds i think it might make me feel a little weird because i'm mm. in exactly what i don't want to be doing yeah. whoa <laughs> whoa <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that till this moment <laughs> Oh. I'm like, don't give me the money. I gotta make it. You heard it here first. In fact, you heard it here first, Lizzie. <laughs> I did. Go look in that mirror that might be nearby. It was in you the whole time. Or something. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> you mean all this time I was looking for squee me? <laughs> I'm like, 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 I
totally. And actually, the other day I was at this comedy show, and I, I really did a good job at this one comedy show. And so the producer, he was like, Liz, you're really evolving. It made me feel so good. And he goes, so, like, what are your goals? Like, and would you want to, like, you know, quit flying if you started, like, headlining on the road? And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, this is part of who I am now, too. So I don't know. I want to do it all. Yeah, I feel like I'm almost, like, there, too. I mean, I would love to get more financially stable just to be only do the arts and stuff. But I want to do this show forever, no matter what. You know what I mean? If I was, you know, in the next whatever huge series or whatever. Um, yeah, I know. I like my whole my whole system. I like going go to the gym as often as I do. I love, you know what I mean? So, what yeah. What would you do uh, at Unlimited Funds? Hmm. I mean, put more money into this and such. Um, there's a couple charities I, I wanted to start that I've never heard that they have at all. Um, there's like there's some properties I'd want to buy. Um, I mean, like film properties, like uh, based off like some old shows that no one's heard of. It seems like that I'd make a new version of. Um, yeah, just creating and Maybe. call some charities. Yeah. Maybe a Triple H be a part of something. That'd be fun. I would love that because it sucks when like some of your heroes are dying off and stuff. You know, like oh man, you know. Oh yeah. Like I would have loved to work with Michael J. Fox, but he's you know kind of can't do so much now, and because he got me into acting and yeah, like I love this one actor. Um, because I'd love to like own the rights to this show Viper. There's this show about a transforming car when I was a kid that was like cool. It's supposed to be like the day after tomorrow. And the lead actor from it, who wasn't even that old, he's, I think he's younger than my parents. Uh, James McCaffrey, he died recently. He was on like Rescue Me and stuff. You probably saw him in something here and there, but, um, so it's just kind of wild. Like, oh, sure. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like crazy, right? So, what would I do? I don't know. But no, I definitely want to, would, I want to meet Triple H one day for sure. Tell him how cool well, I think sure. he is and like, you know, how he got me into physical fitness. I mean, maybe something else, maybe I would have That's saw some action awesome. movie, but yeah, it wouldn't have got a gym membership without a uh, hearing of the game, triple H. <laughs> that is just so positive. Like what a cool thing for him to have inspired you to do. I feel like he probably did that to a lot of people. Yeah. Maybe I'll reach out. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I think you should approach everything um, as if you know people are going to say yes. Yeah, no, I told. Yeah, no, I mean I do, but yeah, I should reach out to you. In my mind, I think subconsciously, he's a, such a big guest. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't think of like, oh, he said yes. It's almost like 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 it's a president, like he's walled off and stuff. But like, yeah. So, no. yeah I, I don't see why not. I don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe not today, but you just never know, right? Yeah, no, I've had I've had a couple of pro wrestlers on. So. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Like most um one of the most recent ones, um the legendary lifeguard, he was like good friends with the ultimate warrior and stuff, so maybe name drop them and you and the project you did. Maybe he'll be like, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean you just never know. What, what was that guy with the sock puppet on his hand? I liked him. Oh, uh Mick Foley? Yeah. Yeah. Man oh yeah. Teeth is yeah, where his tooth came out of his nose, I want to say, and uh, part of his ear. Crazy, I mean, that guy took a beat. Yeah. Oh. Nuts. I remember when I was the most into pro wrestling, watching it and talking about it all the time, people, people someone was like, why don't you go and do it? And I was like, I don't want to die, because it's like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember, honestly, like, I felt as though I could really do it. It was funny. I, I love doing stunts and stuff, but yeah, pro wrestling on the regular, regular, oof. No, I mean, you know, my hat's off to him for sure when I say I that. I also you know? did one on 
at the age of 45 and have my body wrecked. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Um, triple H, like, Triple H had his quadricep break in the middle of a match. Remember? Yeah, I mean, I really love it. Yeah, it's like, oof. And I certainly didn't. Like, I just was like, I don't see this as... I'd have to get big, fake boobs, because they all have them. <laughs> you know? And Nowadays, like, you might not have to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't going to be me. Yeah, I've always loved doing my own stunts and stuff. So, I, I naturally... I remember... In fact, before I watched wrestling, I was doing this... Um, God, was it another one act? It was somewhere we went to state with it, too. But in high school, or... I think it was high school. It might have been middle, late middle school, but... In this scene, like, I'm talking to a guy, and he's like, you know, it's, we have a chair set up. He's allegedly in a car, you know, and he rolls his window down, allegedly, in the scene. And then he shoots me at the end of it. And pop, and I just remember naturally, like, the first time we did it, like, per, uh, performing it, like, on stage or behind the scenes, wherever it was in a theater class. Like, I just instinctively jumped off my feet and landed on my back. Like, like they teach yeah. you in those wrestling videos in the school. You, I'm sure you probably did, yeah. Because I've never seen, like, Tough Enough or whatever, those little videos where they teach them, and they're like, tuck your neck. And I just, I kind of did that instinctively before I ever watched wrestling. And so I just did this thing, and I think that got us noticed more in the thing where we're just, like, in class, and, like, he does the bang with his finger, and I just fall back and jump back off my feet and land on my shoulders. Wow. And we did that. Totally yeah, I just had a fun. I just naturally knew to, I guess, go limp or whatever to, like... Not getting uh, it was just funny. I just did it. It was just funny. Distributes the weight equally on your yeah. back in a way that keeps you protected. You could fall from a two-story building in this specific way and be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know the NFL player, the Tua Tagovailoa or whatever. He's like the NFL quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. He mm-hmm. was getting like crazy concussions, and so in the off season last year, he went and learned how to fall better. Wow. Huh. So yeah. And that's, you know, a lot of that comes to wrestling, being able to fall without hurting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good for mm-hmm. elderly people as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there anything else you'd like to talk no, about? No, it's time? almost time for takeoff. I was going to signal for my tech. It's almost time for takeoff. So thanks for, uh, we took up enough of your time. And thanks so much for, you know, sharing part of your life with us. And, it was really great Lighting talking to you. Show. Honestly, I'm so glad that you asked me to do this. It's fun. Oh, yeah, it's an honor. Oh, thanks so much. Even cooler than I oh. knew you were. You know? <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. And I, I look forward to, uh, you know, listening to future podcasts. And I just hope you do amazing with all your endeavors. And thank you for reaching out. Oh, thanks. And I already know you're heading to the stars right now. And yeah, everyone should. And I definitely need to check you out on stage whenever you're in town or whenever I'm in florida or perhaps when i know you're in la and i'm there <laughs> perfect i mean la for sure i'll be back there yeah. absolutely i'm here just for probably another year and okay. yeah i'll be but honestly all over the country I'll, i definitely at some point will come to portland so i'll let you know oh hell yeah all right so it sounds like 50 50 the odds are portland or la <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely oh. all right well, well thanks take care. yeah thanks so much lissy thank you bye good night and that was the incomparable Lissy Smith. Well, friends, the theater lights have come back on overhead. Please clean up the candy wrappers you snuck in and traverse safely. See you next week, or super fans online at patreon.com backslash that Kev one show. Good night. <laughs> This portion of that Kev One show is supported by Bohemian Dream Gifts, made with organic and natural oils that nourish and hydrate your skin. 
Man, I don't know if it's the weather outside or the gym that was killing my skin. Because my right elbow on the, uh, it itched like the Dickens. Like I was becoming like the lizard from Marvel Comics. Um, I think it's that machine where you put your elbow in and do the lifts, you know, for the bicep. But uh, I was itching my skin like crazy during, uh, well, I won't say who because I don't want them associated with rough skin. With one of our guests <laughs> here in the near future here. <laughs> but my left, my right elbow was getting ashy and coming up, getting red and irritated. Anyway, I used some of the promotional cookie dough body oil from Bohemian Dream Gifts that they gave us. And my skin, I'm not kidding, came back. I can vouch for that one. The cookie dough oil baby body oil. The cookie dough body oil brought my skin back to life like an Evanescent song. I'm not kidding. My skin is smooth and happy again. 100%. You can buy cookie dough oil on Etsy at the Bohemian Dream Gifts shop. Check out their other stuff as well. But that's one that I... I swear by now. <laughs> and as soon as my promotional one runs out, I'm going to order some myself. So go to Etsy and visit the Bohemian Dream Gifts shop today.